Hello, Suze. Hi. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Sorry, I keep turning around to look at pasta because I'm really afraid that she's going to pee on the carpet because I just did the carpet cleaner. And whenever I do the carpet cleaner, she usually tries to pee on the carpet to like remark her territory. Right. She gets excited. Do not pee on the carpet. I just cleaned it. Remember when I borrowed your carpet cleaner and it was a horrifying experience? Yeah, I, I took a picture of the water from it today and it was black. I'm just like... Yes, I remember letting you use the carpet cleaner after pasta also peed at your apartment. Oh yeah, that was. I forgot. (laughs) Good times. I was like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. Please accept my carpet cleaner. (laughs) I would happily, like, having, the idea of having friends over right now is like, I would happily just have people pee on the carpet, you know? Right, well you have wood floor now, which is great. I wish that they would just come in here and rip out all of our carpet. Dude, you should just ask, because... We just asked, and then we only, they just had us pay for, like, a tiny amount of it. I remember that, but based on the fact that, like, every single time someone moves out, they, like, ins- re- like install new carpet, I feel like she just, like, wants it to be carpet. Oh, yeah, that is. I feel like for us, it was like, they were like, oh, this benefits us, because we would want to switch it anyway, and now you guys are going to pay for a little bit of it, and we'll just do it early, basically. Yeah, I don't think. I mean, I could, like, mention it to her, like, but, like... We're about to renew our lease, so I could just be like, if you've ever, like, wanted to have hardwood in here, like, we'd be down. Mm-hmm. It's such a boring conversation. I'm like, it would probably be more beneficial to her to not have to replace the carpet every time. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Just, like, very boring adult convo. Yeah. We're like, oh, carpet, hardwood, <laughs> carpet, hardwood. <laughs> Sorry, listeners. Uh, how was your weekend? So um, my weekend was... Fine. I I was very stressed all weekend over job stuff that I'm not going to discuss, but it was otherwise fine. But I was mostly just like waiting for the weekend to be over. Um, do you have anything you want to share? Um, yeah, we are buying a house. Um, we've been looking for a house for a while, which we kind of mentioned on the show there. I think at one point Sarah was like, she can't say. Um, right. <laughs> anyway, it's very competitive right now, so it's been crazy and stressful, but our offer got accepted yesterday on a cute house, and now we're going to have space to work. When are you, like, moving? <laughs> it takes a really long time. So today has been literally insane because you have to, like, go wire a ton of money immediately and, like, yeah. fill out a thousand documents and, like, get a thousand documents to send to the lenders so we were like scrambling and also my work day was so busy sorry this is so boring anyway it was very crazy day but we're like starting and then theoretically it takes 45 days so we wouldn't move until mid-may but there's a chance that if we do it fast enough like if we're just quick we might be able to finish early basically that's cool but either way like our last day in this apartment will be the end of may and we'll be like fully there june 1st but ideally we could just be done sooner is our hope yeah we're hoping to have a because vaccines are rolling out and so we're hoping that we can do like a housewarming slash birthday party because both of our birthdays are in june anyway Mm -hmm. and like by then it'll be like everyone's vaccinated truly 
So I'm very excited about that. And it's also our anniversary tomorrow. Yay! So many good things. Two year Annie, baby. It feels, it's so funny because it feels like your wedding was like recent, but also feels like it was like five years ago. Well, I feel like the presence of the quarantine like messes up the timeline where it feels like it was one year ago, but it was two. Yeah. But also five. (laughs) Yeah, that too. You know? (laughs) I know the idea of like having that event is like so foreign. I know. Because it's just like a hundred people in a room dancing together. Like what? Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. At least, it's very at least it was kind of outdoors, lol. <laughs> yeah, half. Yeah. Anyway, we have, like, a good amount of stuff today. We have, like, some Bachelor updates, some YouTuber drama. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Some other various things, and then some good Kardashian content. Right. Love it. Love it. Should we jump into yeah. it? Let's jump in. Wait, you want to talk about RuPaul? Well, I put it on here because I felt like the Utica thing was just, like, dramatic enough that it maybe warranted something to be said. God, yeah. So if you haven't been watching RuPaul's Drag Race, this will all be foreign to you. But there's this queen named Utica who, like, I think we both agreed we liked in the beginning because I think you and I really like kind of, like, weird queens. Yeah, she's very, like, weird avant-garde vibes. She, like tanked like her my opinion of her has just plummeted um yeah she just did all these like she did all these like fat shaming jokes basically they were doing like a roast on the episode and it was just like it her humor went like too far where it was just fully mean it was mean and also like they practiced with the judges and the judges told her it was too mean and then she didn't change any of the jokes yep it was bad Um, it was really bad and i was like i hate you and then she got eliminated, so it was fine. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. It's rare on RuPaul where you're, like, certain exactly who's going home the whole episode. Like, it was so yeah. obvious, but she actually, like, released an apology. I don't know if you saw that. Oh, no, I didn't. She did, because I think she just, like, got a lot of flack online. Yeah, it was really um, bad. It was really bad. So she put out an apology being, like, I'm still learning, like, what's funny and what's not, and, like, this wasn't <laughs> funny. And I'm, like, clearly... <laughs> You're like, no, duh. Anyway, we're getting close to the end of the season, so. I know. Um, Bachelor Nation is still a huge disaster. Yeah, this confuses me. The lawyer? Mm-hmm. Well, it's so interesting. Chris Harrison. He hired, so Chris Harrison hired a high-profile lawyer, the same lawyer who represented Gabrielle Union after right. she left America's Got Talent, which was like, she left America's Got Talent because of like racist comments and stuff. And also, like, a bad work environment, right? Yes. And so people are, like, speculating what it means. Because I don't think that anything has come out. It's just, like, we know that he hired this guy. So it's, like, is he going to sue the Bachelor franchise? It makes me think that if they fire him, he's going to sue them. But it's, like, sue them for what? (laughs) Wrongful termination. What, um... What confuses me is just that, like, I never really felt like he was that at risk because he's an executive producer. Like, I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, maybe you're not the host anymore, but you're still, like, the executive producer. Mm-hmm. So I'm just kind of, like, I'm confused. It's very interesting. Also, frankly, he could have, like, hired a lawyer for, like, any, like, amount of reasons, you know? Yes, that's true. It could also just be counsel, you know what I mean? It doesn't necessarily mean he's suing. Yeah, and I think we don't really know. But it is, like, very interesting to imagine Yeah. that he would maybe sue them. Like, that would just be so dramatic. So yeah. I feel like it really depends on what what happens like through Bachelorette and if they truly replace him or not. 
Yeah. Which I think also depends on how much people like Caitlyn and Tasha. Yeah, I saw someone, like, post on, it was on my Explore feed, and it was like, I just know Tasha and Caitlyn are going to have Amy and Tina energy hosting. And I was like, they are absolutely are not going to have Amy Poehler and Tina Fey energy. <laughs> like, have you met Tasha and Caitlyn? I feel like one thing that people forget always about The Bachelor, and this is myself included, is that, like, everyone on it is, like, actually boring. Yeah. Like, I feel like, like, to even audition, you have to be, like, boring at some level, unless you're literally, like, Victoria, you know? Right. I'm gonna say that's why I could never get on the show, and not because I'm not a size two. It's because I'm too interesting. (laughs) No, it's true, though. You really have to be, like, pretty white bread. Like, you can't be cracking crazy jokes or, like, it just doesn't work in the format, so. Side note, I washed my hair last night and it dried and I was like, oh, I have to show Caroline that this is exactly how straight my hair dries. Stop. (laughs) I'm literally so jealous. Just bleach the crap out of it and you too can have stick straight hair. Oh my god. I don't Um, know. I have bleached it. More. (laughs) More. (laughs) Anyway. Bree, third runner-up on Matt's season, made a statement about not being on Paradise. Yeah, she basically, like, they asked her, like, are you going to be on anything else? And then she said she wanted to see more tangible change before committing to anything. Um, I feel like Brie, like, didn't get a lot of screen time, even though she, like, weirdly made it really far. But I feel like I never got to know her. Yeah, um, I don't know her at all. Did you watch the After the Final Rose clip that was released of her interview that they didn't air? No. I watched it. It was, um... It wasn't that interesting, aside from the fact that she talked about how great her mom has been post-breakup, and she talked about how she was really hurt by Rachel's posts, but also, like, reached out to Rachel, because also knew her friend Rachel was, like, going through something crazy, and that she reached out to Rachel, and Rachel never responded. (laughs) Oh my god. And she was like, so then I was hurt even more because like I was putting my own feelings aside to like be nice to my friend and then she just like ignored me (laughs) dude I'm like "Mm." (laughs) cool honestly yikes I know it's bad she's just an interesting character to me because I don't know it was such a weird season like I just feel like we didn't know anyone they really I hope that they learn from it because like a lot of the commentary that I've seen is like yeah, the drama was fun, but then once it was over, we, like, had no emotional investment in, like, Matt's relationships and, like, didn't know any of these women at all. Totally. Yeah, it was very weird. Even, like, even Michelle. Like, I feel like most, it's just truly, like, almost every single person, no matter how far they got, I didn't know. But I do like Brie, so maybe she'll do something in the future. We'll see. We'll see. Um, Bachelor in Paradise is happening officially, yes! according to this Cosmopolitan yes. article, at least. Honestly... I don't know if my heart could take it if it wasn't happening. I could not agree more. I It says that they're filming in June, and then it should air after Katie's season, as usual. Thank God. So it's, like, going to be, like, super late summer? I think so. Like, almost September? Yeah, I think so. I'm so excited. I truly missed this more than anything last year. Yeah, me too, honestly. Um, as a side note, I recall... <laughs> Which is so <laughs> messed up. We miss it more than anything. (laughs) Mid-pandemic, there's nothing I miss more than Bachelor in Paradise. No, but I really do love Bachelor in Paradise so much. Um, And I also had a funny memory the other day (laughs) of how at the very beginning of the pandemic, Bachelor Listen to Your Heart was airing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which I, like, had completely forgotten about, but it's, like, so funny to remember watching that at, like, the height of the panic, you know? Right. 
And, like, that show was so dumb and bad. And, like, we were, like, we'll take what we can get. And we were, like, panicking and, like, hoarding food and stuff and watching Yeah, that. and we were, like, this show would not be watched. Like, the only reason it's being watched is because we're all stuck inside. Yeah, it's literally so funny. <sighs> Goodness gracious. All right, now we get to talk about the thing that has been consuming my entire life for, like, months now. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay, well, for context, we're going to talk about the unraveling of this David Dobrik, David Dobrik controversy. But Sarah is, like, obsessed with, like, YouTuber drama and has been following this for a long time. I have not. Sarah keeps telling me about it, and I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> I, I don't know... Okay, like maybe one of the worst things to happen me to me in the pandemic is me be becoming like very invested in YouTube drama. Like why? Who knows? Like I've never watched David Dobrik. I've never watched Gabby Hanna. I've never watched PewDiePie or any of the Paul brothers or anything. I've never watched any of them. And yet I watch like five to eight T videos a day. I straight up don't know who Gabby Hanna is. Who is that? She's a YouTuber. She also used to be in the vlog squad. I know, like, Emma Chamberlain. Yeah. Lil Huddy. Yeah. I literally, I watch drama channels all day long. <laughs> like, That actually why? is really funny. It's funny. I'm glad you think it's funny. I mean, I think it's funny, but I'm also like, why do I care? But I do really, really care. Okay, well, since you're the expert, do you want to just break down what happened with this? Trigger warning. We're going to be talking a lot about sexual assault. In this next section about David Dobrik. Yes. So this all... Okay. David Dobrik, if you guys don't know who he is, he's a very big popular YouTuber with like a previously very good reputation as like a nice guy who does a lot of charity work, gives away a lot of money to his fans. Very, he's sort like, of like the good version of Jake Paul. Like he's like right. Jake... Like, he's, like, the angel on his shoulder and Jake Paul is the devil on his shoulder kind of thing. And, yeah, and he has, like, a whole crew of friends called the Vlog Squad that he lives and works with. And they're all just, like, happy friends doing fun videos together is, like, the vibe. Hence why I never, like, even had a a single thing to say about David Dobrik. But, okay, so a YouTuber that I do watch is H3H3. Uh, which is a podcast YouTube show hosted by this married couple named Ethan and Ela Klein. I really love their show. They used to be pretty po- problematic. They've gotten like better over time. It's funny because like Leo first introduced me to Ethan and Ela. Oh my god! Before they even did a podcast, like he watched their vlogs. Um, but now they like only do the podcast and they don't even do vlogs. Interesting. Um, Anyway, so they have a secondary podcast where Ethan uh, does a podcast with Trisha Paytas. Uh, Trisha Paytas is another YouTuber who's like been around forever. She's like in her early 30s. She's also been extremely problematic in the past. She still says and does problematic things, but she's like very mentally ill in a lot of different ways. She's like in all sorts of different like therapy treatments seeing different therapists and stuff and so um as someone who's like been like I of anybody that we've talked about I've like known who Trisha Paytas was like in the past and so to see her now I'm actually becoming like a very big fan of hers because I think I see such positive change in her and that she's trying so hard to be a better person she's truly like very dumb um which accounts for a lot of her problematic statements and like ignorance is not an excuse but like my favorite example is like there's this whole bit on frenemies where she like didn't know that she thought gravity was invented by somebody 
And it's like when when you have that level of like misunderstanding of how the world works, of course you're also gonna say some pretty problematic and offensive stuff. She was like, "Who invented gravity? Do we even really need that?" And Ethan's like, "What do you mean?" <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, this is all relevant because. On Frenemies, Trisha started bringing up David Dobrik because she used to be in the vlog squad and she kept saying how bad of a person David was. And Ethan was like, what are you talking about? David is a wonderful person. He has such a great reputation, like everything that we're saying to you now. (sighs) But what came out first was this prank that David had done in one of his vlogs where he had his friend Seth come to whatever house or apartment and he was like, Seth, we're gonna have you make out with Corinna, this girl, but she's gonna be in an old man mask, like one of those full face masks. And uh, Seth was like, great. But then the prank was that they swapped Corinna out with this old man named Jason, who's like David's like right-hand man and Trisha's ex-boyfriend. So Seth ended up making out with this old man, which he did not consent to. And he now considers that sexual assault. He feels very violated. He talks about the ways that his like life has been ruined because he's from a community that's like extremely homophobic and he like can't live there anymore. And like he, the way he gets treated by fans and like all this different stuff. So that was like the first thing. And they like, that happened. And then they had this former vlog squad member named Big Nick come on. And Big Nick um, is a little person. Big Nick came on and talked about how he was made the butt of all the jokes of any video he was in with David. Um, and that like, you know, everybody has their own like shtick and his was just like getting made fun of for his height and that he was like okay with that for a long time because of the benefits that he got from being in all of these like popular videos. But then it became such a toll on his mental health because like fans would meet him and think it was okay to treat him a certain way because David and the vlog squad were treating him a certain way in videos when actually like it wasn't okay and it was like very disrespectful. And so he told David he didn't want to be made fun of anymore. And basically that resulted in David being like, okay, well, you're not gonna be in the videos anymore. He didn't like say that, but that's like what happened. Right. So um, so those were the first two things that happened. And like, no one was really like picking the story up or anything. Like Trisha and Ethan were like railing about it and stuff. And then Basically, women came forward saying that they had been uh, assaulted in one of David's vlogs by a vlog squad member named Dom. Dirty Dom. (laughs) Such a stupid name. God. Um, And there's a whole video where it's, like, apparently happening in the other room and, like, nobody knows it. um, Where, like, the premise in the vlog is that Dom is, like, putting it out there on Instagram that he wants to have a fivesome. Just, like, insane. And this girl and her friends are like, we'll come over. And they come over and they explicitly say when they come over that they actually don't want to have sex, but maybe two of them do so Dom can have a threesome. And like the the audio overlay that David does is like, it was clear none of them wanted to have sex, but after some persistence, like Dom made progress. And it's like, wait, like, what are you saying? Like they didn't want to have sex and then Dom persuaded them to? Like what? And then Trisha starts adding bits to the story where it's like some vlog squad members went out and got alcohol and then started getting these girls drunk. And that's how they got persuaded to like sleep with Dom. But basically Dom has a threesome and one of the girls involved after the fact 
was like, I was so drunk, I did not even know that I had sex with Dom, which is terrible. There's a lot of like little things that keep coming out. Um, it comes out that like the girl texted Dom much later and said, oh, I know I originally gave you permission to like use these clips in the vlog, but I no longer feel comfortable with this vlog being up and I would prefer it get taken down. So David takes it down, indicating that David knew that a sexual assault had happened, but kept associating with Dom after the fact. Insider writes this entire article about this uh, incident, basically. And it's just a mess. And I mean, basically like that incident is like what really like, yeah, became like something that was like, talking talked about where like when yeah, I was like it, making the doc I was like telling yeah. Sarah like what like because Sarah's been like telling me about this and I just like don't know anything about it I like don't really follow YouTube culture honestly um but when I went to like make the doc like every single website was like talking all about this because of that last bit yeah I only bring up the other stuff because I don't know if this would have come up if they weren't already no, I think you're talking right. about it. I think you're right. About talking about David and stuff. I'm but... just saying, like, that's why we're talking about it now as opposed to a month ago or whatever. Right. Um, David released a very short, like, apology video first where he was like, I always try to have consent and I miss the mark and, like, with Seth I miss the mark and, like, blah, blah, blah. And then everyone kind of, like, reamed him for that video and then he released a better apology um where he talks about like instituting a some form of hr for the vlog squad and being better about stuff in general and i do think he could absolutely be better david is not um he's he's complicit like david did not commit this assault but he um like created an environment yeah and like also he talked a lot of like in the video about like which i think is like so true and honestly like not talked about enough of just, like, the power dynamic of, like, you know, if you go over and you're gonna, like, be in some big YouTuber's video, you right. feel pressure to be crazier than you would normally be or to be or saying more outrageous things because, you know, that could result in you getting hundreds of thousands of Instagram followers or whatever, which, like, in our society is, like, something. deemed as, like, you're more valuable than someone else. So, like... There is, like, just a... And I feel like no one talks about that. But I feel like we've all had that in our own life, even. Like, that's, like, the weird thing is that, like, even when I just, in my life, you know, when you hang out with someone who... I mean, even, like, going to Disneyland with you and your friends, it's, like, you know, it's, like, oh, like, are they gonna, like, tag me in their story? Like, if, you know, what... I mean, this is stupid, but, like, whatever. Like, if we're, like, at Disneyland with, like, Tiff or whatever, and it's, like, oh, like, if Tiff tags me in her story then like I'm gonna get 10 followers and it's like I don't actually care about that but But when you're there you like think you care about it you know right I mean I was gonna say this is why and for so long I had like friends or people in my life who are like what do you mean of course you can like be friends with your fans because I've always like very much been like like I am not here to like form like very close relationships with people who follow me because they it's exactly what you're saying like they will be more inclined to like act a certain way or do whatever I want them to do because like they're a follower of mine and like that's just the dynamic and it's not okay and so I've like always been like it's very very rare like I of course have some people like I could count on one hand and it's probably not even five 
people who started as someone who was following me and became a friend. And it's like very, very rare. And the circumstances have to be very specific for that to happen. But like, otherwise, I'm like, I would never date a fan. I would never like, it's just and it's not because I don't trust myself to not take advantage of somebody like I'm not out here trying to take advantage of anybody. But like, it's the nature of the relationship is imbalanced by it's the same reason it's the same reason that so many celebrities like take advantage of people and right you know like the army hammer stuff for example it's like again like the power dynamic is different right so Um, i don't know i think it's kind of an interesting like discussion about that that like hasn't been had i like that he acknowledged that in the video but i also think it's kind of bs that he didn't know before that people will act a certain way because of who he is yeah like you have to know that and you have to just know that going about your life like that has to be obvious especially when you're as famous as him another like poignant part of his apology was him saying so the fact that dom is one of his childhood friends and he says in the video it was hard for me to reconcile that my like lifelong friend was doing this kind of stuff to women. And it's not that I'm not saying that that's like a good thing for him to have like felt, but it is a very real thing that men do in order to like not acknowledge like bad things that are happening. Well, it's the same thing of like how people just assume that rapists are like people in alleyways who like, grab you when you're walking down the street and it's like not it's like just it's like that happens but also this happens yeah yeah but it's like most rapes are like by people who know right. you and right are yeah. just you know <sighs> so his second apology was good i do think that he is maybe not taking as much responsibility for what happened as he should but i understand he's also like legally protecting himself and like whatever i do hope he makes the changes that he talks about in his video yeah i don't i'm is that all of it? I feel like it is. Yeah, I mean, it'll just be, like, interesting to see what happens. Um, yeah. I mean, side note, we also have, like, James Charles being, like, a predator. Yeah. Do you want to talk about, about that? that? I, you kind yeah. of told me about it a little bit. Like, that he was, like, grooming underage guys or something? He, like, literally admitted to, like, exchanging nudes with a minor. Yeah, It's, like, nuts. So, like, basically this kid came out and was, like, James Charles was, like, DMing me. I followed him, and then he DMed me an initiated conversation. And I was, again, it's another issue situation of him being, like, I was so excited that James Charles was DMing me, you know? And he started asking for nudes, and the guy was, like, no, and James was getting, like, angry. And basically the guy was, like, I was underage. I don't know if he is anymore, but he was at the time or something like that. And James makes a statement where he's, like, now I know that I have to ask for ID. I can't just, like, take someone's word for it. Like, he had ulterior motives, clearly, because he was, like, screenshotting everything. And it's, like, how does this guy have ulterior motives if he just followed you and then you, like, DM'd him? You DM'd him. Also, quite frankly, if, like, someone really famous that I was really obsessed with was, yeah, like... I'd be DMing. I might be screenshotting. Yeah, you would obviously be screenshotting. <laughs> but I just can't believe that in his statement about it, he was like, yes, this happened. I'm like, dude, you're just, like, fully admitting to a crime. Yeah, yikes. But, like, seems so far very unaffected by the whole situation. I feel like James Charles, like, that's happened to him so many times at this point. It's already happened to him once. That's that's insane. He's like, oh, now I know I have to check ID. It's like, shouldn't you have learned that the last time? I know. It's insane. I know. Anyway, so, yes, I'm very obsessed with YouTube drama. (laughs) That's the pup date from the last, (laughs) like, this whole year so far. Maybe we'll, uh... Yeah, maybe have when it's segment. relevant, we can have a segment of Sarah talking about YouTube drama I love that it. I barely I love understand. It. I love it. 
I just, like, can't. It's, like, too much of a realm, you know? It is a whole thing. And like, I like, can't. I don't have time in my and life. it's, like, this whole year has been, like, Shane Dawson to James Charles to David Dobrik. Like, it just keeps, like, moving. Like, it's never-ending. It's, like, I love it. <laughs> Jeffree Star, you forgot. Well, that's part of the Shane Dawson, yeah. Oh, right. And then Jenna Marbles. Yeah, I mean, Jenna never really even did anything, you know? Yeah, she just, like, left on her own accord. She, like, left because of stuff that she got called out for, like, ten years ago. And it's like, baby, you already apologized and you've been so good. Baby! Baby! Baby, we miss you. Um, well, on a lighter note... (laughs) You really want to talk about the snail? Have you watched the video? Of course I have seen the video of Kermit coming out of the snail on The Masked Singer. Here's my question. Did it sound like Kermit the whole time? One thousand... Okay, let me back up. So we already knew it was Kermit. No, well, okay, let me back up. So, The Masked Singer, I'm sure everyone knows what it is. I really love The Masked Singer. It's so freaking weird. It's, like, just such a weird show that I love it because it's, like, what even is this? Like, it just feels like a fever dream. Um, anyway, they just, like, progressively are getting, like, crazier people to go on it. And this season, it was the first episode, and there was, like, a snail. They have these, like, elaborate costumes. They're so right. beautiful. The costumes are so beautiful. No, seriously, though. They're intense. Anyway, so there's this snail. He sings a song. I think he's saying... I can't even remember what he's saying. Maybe You Make My Dreams Come True by Hall & Oates or something. Anyway, when you listen to the performance, it's 100% Kermit the Frog. But obviously... Make my dreams come true. Yeah, but it's funny because it's like, obviously none of the judges guess that it's Kermit the Frog because like, in what world would it be Kermit the Frog? So like, when you're not even thinking about like, who it could possibly be... Like, when you watch it after you know it's Kermit the Frog, you're like, okay, it's obviously Kermit the Frog. But when you watch it when you don't know it's Kermit the Frog, Kermit the Frog is not in your repertoire of who it could be. So In retrospect, they should have known because the snail needed to be big enough for, like, a puppet performer. Well, no, because they made it the way his head was. It made you think that his head was in the head. Of the snail. But in reality, it's like the little puppet guy is, like, on a stool in the body. In the body. (laughs) In the shell. So they anyway, do the reveal. it was so funny, and then they do the reveal. It's honestly worth a watch for anyone who has not seen it. It's like a five-minute-long video where everyone's, like, trying to guess who it's going to be, and then they're like, take off the mask, and then they just reveal it, and it's like an empty hole. And then little tiny Kermit the Frog, like, peers out, and he's like, oh, hey, everybody, it's me. <laughs> and it's like, truly, you watch it, and you're just like, imagine explaining this to, like, a pilgrim, you know? I love explain. I love that. Explain this to a pilgrim. But, like, imagine explaining that to a pilgrim. Like, put that in a time capsule for aliens to discover in, like, 200 years, please. The aliens are already here, and they're like, mm, we out of here. Like, after seeing Kermit come out of the snail and the mess singing. Anyway, it's very funny. They also had, um, what's-his-face, D- uh, Danny Trejo mm. was the raccoon. It's wild on there, y'all. Honestly, if you need F-way. a break, what? Thank, I wanted to say thank you to the TikTok user who used audio from our podcast for a TikTok sound. Why didn't you Feel free me? to do that. I sent it to you. I thought I did. Wait, that was our where... audio that you sent me this morning? No, not this morning. I did it like a while ago. It was the one where I was talking about Mina Masood's teeth. Oh my god, yeah. I like didn't... That's us. I forgot that that was on the podcast. Yeah, that's us talking and he like lip synced to us where you're like, oh my god. And I'm like, his teeth. <laughs> Wait, oh my god, I'm gonna have to go back. Yeah, so feel free to use us for TikTok sounds whenever. There's nothing that would make me happier than that, like, on the earth. Yeah, anyway. Oh my god. 
Um, did you have you been keeping track of this little Nas X situation? Yeah, I it's mean, very so surface funny. level. I know. Let me tell you what I know. Okay, let's hear. He released. He, okay, little Nas X. We love him. He's gay. We love it. <laughs> we love him. He's gay. <laughs> uh, he released a song slash album called "Call Me by Your Name." A song, and then he also had these satan shoes that made people mad and like got recalled slash maybe never were for sale um no so he he is gay he like came out sometime after a while ago after old town road and people were like very excited because there's really not like gay rappers like that's not really like a big venn diagram um and so then he released this song called call me by your name montero it's so good it's a very good song and like he wrote this really like emotional thing on instagram about like being gay and how he was always like afraid to talk about it but like now he really feels like he wants to like be open about his sexuality and that's like where he's at in his life whatever we stand the video is wild have you watched the video Mm-mm. oh my god okay you have to watch the video so the video is like Basically, all this stuff happens, and the premise of the video is basically he's coming out and, like, trying to be his true self, and then he gets sent to hell. And so, at one point, he gets killed in, like, a Coliseum-style, you know, old-school thing. He gets, like, hit with a rock and killed. And then he literally pole dances down a gigantic pole, like, hundreds of feet long, into hell. And he's in hell, and then he just gives the devil a lap dance in hell and it's just like hooking up with satan i love it in hell and it's like the whole premise of the video is very nice because it's like i got sent to hell but i'm like still gonna be myself is like basically the vibe um anyway everyone is extremely upset (laughs) because they're like basically what everyone is saying is everyone's like you came out with this song called old town road and it was like a kid's anthem and then you just like got all these kids to be fans of yours and then you release this satanic thing and everyone's like what and like in and like anyway he's got like some really good clapbacks going on on twitter about this because people are like coming at him and it's like literally old town road is like about taking drugs so like it's not like four kids it just like happened to like be trending on tiktok early on i saw him be like it's not my job to like raise your kids that's your job Yeah, and he's like, this is literally just, like, what I want to talk about. So, like, I don't know what to tell you. Anyway, so then to pair with the video, he released these shoes. And I don't know how the shoes are becoming, like, a bigger thing somehow, but he released this, like, basically limited edition drop of, like, these Nike shoes that are, like, not licensed by Nike. It's, like, another company made them. And they have the Satan, like... The pentagram. Pentagram on them. And then they apparently... (laughs) Apparently they have a drop of blood in them. Yeah, a single drop of human blood. I was just reading your link. Yeah, and then they have, there's like 666 made. So they're all numbered, like one out of 666 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway, people are so mad about these shoes. Like the governor of like North Dakota was like chiming in being like, he's a sinner, like blah, 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 blah. It's really crazy how much people have jumped on it, but everything i just feel like he's like a genius and he's like the best person at the internet like i'm just like every single bit of this i feel like was intentional and i stand and i'm like honestly screw all the haters is how i feel no i love him i love him so much i saw some tweet that was like oh you think lil nas x is like mad that by subverting the things that everyone cares about that people are mad at him for it you know (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, like, that's he what, obviously that's what you meant get to by do being that. subversive. Yeah, like... And it's, like, also to these days, like, that's the only way to, like, get people to care about your thing. It's just, like, do something really controversial and get everyone to talk about it, you know? Yeah. And he, yeah. like, fully succeeded. And he keeps doing funny things where he'll, like... He, like, released, like, a fake apology video on YouTube being, like, Lil Nas X apologizes for the Satan shoe, but it's, like, fake. And then, like, he did, like all these other funny videos and he's just posting funny things it's very good i love him it's very good it's very good the video is very funny you're gonna die when he pole dances down to hell we stand it's very good you have to watch it should we enter kardashian territory we are now entering kardashian territory can you keep up um have you been watching the new season no, I'm not even caught up on the last season. Oh my god, really? I told you that. I guess I did know that. There's I been really two eps. You gotta catch up. It's actually pretty fun this season, because, like, Tristan is, like, fully in it. He's, like, in Ugh. the confessionals, which is Ugh. super weird. Yeah. It's very weird, though, that he's, like, in the confessionals. I can't believe that you just said, it's pretty fun. Tristan is in it. Like, <laughs> no. no, I'm just saying it's, like, a change, I guess. It's just different. Mm-hmm. Um, they, I like... did see Kim's stories last night. Okay. Classic. I have to say, I tweeted this like six months ago. I will stand by this forever. Kim Kardashian, I don't know what it is, but she watches every Netflix show that is trending six months late without fail, 100% of the time. And it's like, not only does she watch everything late, but then she tweets about it as if it's currently trending. And it's like, Kim, we watched this already. So like last night- I feel like she's gotta do it on purpose. Well, so that's like, my thing is I almost am like coming up with a conspiracy theory where I'm like, is Netflix like paying her to like, but it's not always Netflix. It's almost always Netflix. I can't remember a time it wasn't Netflix. There was, de- I can't even think of a single other one though. What were the other ones? She did it with Queen's Gambit. She did it with The Crown, I think. She did it with Bird Box. And it's always the ones that, I think she did it with Tiger King too. Hmm. She does it with everything, like, months after the hype has ended. And I'm like, is Netflix paying you to, like, refresh our memories of these titles? Yeah. So, like, last night, she starts watching Bridgerton, which, like, Bridgerton was a huge trend. Everyone watched it in the same three-week period. Everyone on Earth. And everyone was talking about it on Twitter, and that was it. She watches it last night, months later, and she's, like, posting on her story (laughs) being like... Oh my god, have you guys seen this? It's crazy. Hashtag Bridgerton. Like, hashtagging the show. I'm like, Kim, yes, we all saw it already. Then she's like, oh my god, what's even happening? Like, I can't even deal with this right now. Hashtag Bridgerton. I'm like, Kim! (laughs) We've been new. We watched this so long ago. Anyway, it really kills me, man. You didn't watch Bridgerton? Oh my god. It's like so not for me. I mean, it's so not for me, but I also watched it because you know that I love to be part of the conversation. (laughs) Yeah. I love being a part of the conversation without being informed, which is worse. (laughs) That's like me with marble. With marble. Do you just call it marble? Marble. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, certainly. It is you. I have a lot to say about this because it seems like you didn't see the follow-up from Kylie. I did. I did. I just didn't add it to this because I wrote this a while back. So Kylie got reamed because she posted one of her former makeup artists GoFundMe. He was in like a terrible accident um, and needed a big surgery or something. Um, and so people were reaming Kylie because they were like, Kylie, why are you sharing this GoFundMe instead of just paying for this guy's surgery? 
which on the, yeah, at first glance, it does look like that. But then she came out and was like, when I saw the GoFundMe, the like goal was $10,000 and they had raised $5,000 already. So I just donated six, $5,000 or something um, to make them hit their threshold. And then I just shared in case anybody else wanted to donate further, but they had met their goal already. Um, but then after she donated, they increased the goal. So it looked like they hadn't met the goal which is why she looked bad. After that point, she could have donated more, and I don't know if she did or not. I mean, I think this still makes her look really bad. Like, she should have just reached out to him and just paid for the whole thing. I just don't think she should have posted it on her story. Like, she if, that, that was the dumb move. Yeah, don't post about like, it. Just why? donate and They already on. met the goal that they were trying to get, so you're going to now ask your fans who have less money than you to, like, donate on top of that for no reason when it's not necessary, and then it's like... I don't know how that helps anyone. Like, I feel like she easily could have, if she wanted to post about him having an accident, she probably could have posted just like, oh my gosh. Sending prayers to Sarah. Yeah. yeah. I heard he was in an accident. Like, I'm so glad that he's okay. Like, wishing him a speedy recovery or like whatever. Yeah, she really shouldn't have posted it. But it's it. like a swipe up to a GoFundMe that you theoretically already like finished. Like, it's just bad. It makes no yeah. sense to do that. Certainly. And it's... And, like, of course they're going to increase the goal. Right. I would, too, if Kylie Jenner posted a swipe up to a link I was trying to donate money to. I would increase the goal. Are you kidding? <laughs> yeah. Like, anyway. I'm just like, girl, what are you doing? Girl. Um, our celeb of the week, our mass celeb of the week is Rihanna. I just, like, love this whole vibe. This is really just turning into, like, what outfits I like. <laughs> I think it has been the whole time. Wait, speaking of masks, have you seen these pics of Addison Rae? This actually maybe should be our masked celeb of the week. I'm texting it to you right now. You're literally gonna die. Have you ever seen... Have you ever seen... Okay, let me try to explain this. Okay, so these pictures are of Addison Rae, TikTok queen of our nightmares. (laughs) Not my favorite person. Anyway, she literally is like at a red carpet event seemingly, and she... How would I describe this? I would describe this as both a giant gelato spoon. Gelato spoon? Yeah, you know the little gelato spoons you get? No. It looks like a giant gelato spoon, or it looks like someone took a giant wine bottle and cut it in half and then made it transparent. And so it's got like. It's a piece of plastic. It's got a handle and it's see through, and she's holding it over her face so that you can still see her entire face but like technically it's covered it's like one of those things that your hairdresser will have you put over your face while they're spraying your hair to crap you know yeah there's nothing funnier than this to me because this is like i've actually been thinking about this all day because it's literally so funny like it's so funny to imagine being at an event and you literally have to hold that the whole time yeah like just holding your arm up is like really annoying it's hard it gets like really hard it does if you have to do this for like an hour yeah and i'm like girl everyone else is wearing a regular mask like just wear a mask and also like this definitely isn't like accomplishing any level of safety you know did you see she went on jimmy kimmel yeah i'm like i hate this timeline i know well she like has a song out Wow, good for her. I think I'm going to send you a pic of her to be our mass celeb of the week because it's just too much. I took a screenshot, but yeah, send it to me anyway. I found a higher qual one. Oh, good. Um, not that we condone this type of mask. Like, 
I definitely do not condone this mask, but it's really funny. Um, Addison Ray is sort of the worst. I saw, like, a tweet today that was, like, talking about her Jimmy Fallon performance and, like, how she just, like, did that thing where they did all the TikTok dances and how, like, all the dances were, like, made by black people and she just, like, basically presents them as, like, here I am, you know? Mm-hmm. <sighs> all right, well, sorry to freak you out last time. Uh, we're not done with this pod yet. Uh, but we are on a bi-weekly schedule now, so look out for that. Yeah. Don't mean to alarm you. <laughs> we were just like... We, just we were like, like, are we done? <laughs> we just like didn't talk about it until we were literally recording on the podcast, and then we were like, I don't know. <laughs> oh, very dumb of us. <laughs> Sorry that we're like not that professional. <laughs> we're really not. We're just two ladies. Just two ladies um, hanging out. Mm-hmm. But you can still email us, and we'll see you in two weeks. And I'm Sarah Sterling underscore on Twitter and TikTok, and Sarah Sterling on Instagram. And I'm at Carol World Zero in the world everywhere. Bye. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all.